0: Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Bop Kids, Kids Megan Trainor, Fistle Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
1: It's time for the truth, here's our do You're listening to Haney. Yeah. Listening to
4: Haney.
3: Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast Hank Haney, Minnesota Tim Porochka with you today uh, Minnesota Tim, how you doing?
2: Hey Hank, I'm doing good I'm doing good A little snow flurries here in the great state of Minnesota But yeah, it's good
3: You've been uh, a bowl. We haven't talked about your big news. You broke the 200 on the bowling.
2: I thrashed
3: the 200. 216. I saw the tweet. Yes.
2: Oh, Hank.
3: Brought it in in the clutch. Were you nervous at the end?
2: A little bit, yes, because because of my history with the 199.
3: <laughs> Coming yeah. Okay. There you go. There you go.
2: Learn. I picked it up from the Steve Haas tips. <laughs> you did. You were hooking. Were you hooking the ball? I was hooking the ball. I was shaking the hand. You know, I was going into the. You know how golfers have like a tip that they use when they pull back. Yeah. The yeah. A swing thought. Right. A swing thought. Yeah. I was using that while I searched for the 200. Uh, Just in the last few days, when I was going for it, I was shaking my hand as soon as I released the ball. So,
3: all right, that's your that's your key, that's your swing thought.
2: Yep, that's my bowling thought. Yeah, with my arm shake. What about we
3: did we? And weak wrist is not affecting you.
2: It wasn't. No, I, I, it was not affecting me. The fingertip shake hand, everything. Oh, it just all came together. I was so happy. It was. It was exciting, you know. Sometimes you're just in the zone, and I and I I I was in that zone.
3: Okay, so I saw the picture of the of the uh, scoreboard. Who else was there to witness this with you? Who were you bowling with?
2: I was bowling by myself. It was a Friday okay. afternoon.
3: Was this at the Hollywood Lanes? Yes, Hollywood. Sports that's your go to place. What, yep. what what lane were you on? Did lane you, number you a five. Lane? Oh, that's your one, isn't it? Yeah. When you go five. in there, do you ask for lane number five? Yeah.
2: <laughs> this was the this was the first time I went to the counter. And the guy said, do you have a lane you prefer? Because all six of them were open. I said, lane number five. Oh, and really? it took me 11 games to get it. I bowled 11 games that day. And in the 11th game, I got it. And then I left. So
3: You left. Do you have a new goal?
2: Um, ah, Man, I would love to say 250, but let's get to 220. Let's get to 230 first. Let's just get yeah, over yeah. 200 again before I really actually... Yeah, yeah. Search for something big time. Let's just be consistently over 200 more than once in your lifetime.
3: So to get over 200, what do you have to do? Like how many like open frames are there where you don't get a strike or a spare? What what, what would, I don't know. I'm not up on bowling scoring.
2: Yeah, I, th- I believe I had one. Uh, this,
3: Oh, wow. That's the pretty good.
2: Fifth or sixth frame. Other than that, I uh, had a strike or a spare in every one. Wow. Yeah, I was in the zone.
3: You were in the zone. That's good stuff. All right. All right. Well, that's good. Goal accomplished. And uh, the on Twitter, we had a poll that was, uh, would Tim bowl 200 first or get a second date first? And what were the results of that poll?
2: 64% of people said bowling at 200.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, they, they they got it right, didn't they? How are you coming on the date category? You got the uh, you got them lined up. I uh, am. Any, any, yes. any prospects? Or yes. What happened? You, what have You On a date with uh, the girl from church. What how'd that go?
2: Eh, not very good.
3: No, not good. What what happened there?
2: Ah, uh, she told me she was seeing somebody else halfway ooh, through the
3: date. Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man, that didn't go oh, well. Wow, yeah, but here's the deal. That's Hank. Not, I guess I guess a first opener you came with. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was good. something. Wow. else. I couldn't believe it. Okay, but, well, okay. What do you got going? You got what about Wisconsin? What happened to Wisconsin? Is she in or out? She's out.
2: Haven't heard from her.
3: Oh, you called gee, that she one. She was in. She was. She was. She was making the trip over. I thought you, you were fired up about. She's out too. Yeah, she's out. You oh, called man. that one. Okay. You
2: predicted it. You were the great predictor okay. there. I'm doing i am I'm. I'm taking some of your advice, Hank. I'm. I've got my irons in the fire here. I've. Got okay, I
3: like that. Ladies on I the like line.
2: That. You know, I got a couple ladies I'm speaking with right now. Um, oh, really? Yeah. One of them wants to okay. meet up Thursday. Another one wants to meet up this weekend. Another one yeah, wants there to beat up next week, so here we three go. Three of hey? them.
3: Three of them. Three, three of, of them. We got three. Yes. Oh, this is a this is a, a hot streak that you've never experienced in your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's good stuff. All right, all right, that's that's good, that's good. All right, I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna we'll have to have an update on that now. See now, this is what I'm talking about. You know what? While you got three on the line. You ought to try and get a couple more. Yeah,
2: we got some storylines yeah, already start, with just them. Just start,
3: just start, you know, you you can't even keep them track. You're you're, you're <laughs> juggling them all back. It's like a juggler. You got the uh, th- three going at once. Try to see if you can get four balls going at once. Just juggle them up, bud. The more irons in the fire, the better chance you got here. Absolutely. Oh man, that's good news, boy. Yep. You are coming on. Geez, the bowling, the 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 threes. You got three lined up. I mean, that's good stuff. I good said
2: stuff. upward momentum, Hank. I said it.
3: I like it. I like it. That's good. All right. Uh, I, I got some uh, golf news myself. I've been, uh, I've been hitting golf balls backyard. My uh, doctor gave me uh, clearance to hit seven irons. And what I've been doing is uh, hitting, I've been hitting like 50 to 100 balls a day. I've hit like every other day, I've hit, and knees are feeling pretty good. So I'm like, uh, this Wednesday, I'll be 11 weeks out of uh, bilateral knee replacement surgery, double knee replacement surgery, and I'm already uh, hitting balls. Now, I wouldn't say I'm hitting them super full. I I can't, you know, I probably got, I don't know, seven iron. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's not going too bad. Not too bad, probably. Maybe you know five, eight yards short of my, where my max might be. So it's it's all, I'm a little light on the speed, but not uh, not too bad. You know, it's interesting when you when you come back from surgeries or injuries, the doctors will say uh, you can hit a seven iron, or you can hit wedges, or you can hit you know hit up you know just don't hit more than an eight iron. And I always thought that is that's like the stupidest thing ever because. The golf, the golf ball, I mean, it, it doesn't know what club you're hitting and your body doesn't know what club you're hitting. It knows how fast you're swinging. So the difference between like a driver and a seven iron is just, is nothing more than club at speed. It's like when somebody swings a driver at like a hundred miles an hour, uh, there, you're obviously not going to swing a seven iron at a hundred miles an hour. So we had the same scenario when uh, Tiger Woods, I was coaching him at the time when he came back from his uh, ACL injury, when he had the stress fractures at the US Open and the torn ACL and he had the surgery and he was off for like, I don't know what it was, six months or eight months or whatever. But when he came back, the doctor said, okay, you can start hitting wedges. So what I did is I, I figured out exactly, and he and he said every week you could hit, you know, like uh, take take the club up. So you know, next week you can hit eight or nine iron. Next week you can hit, you know, uh, you know, six or seven iron. And, and what I did is I figured out all the club head speeds that that he would hit those clubs at. So in other words, what the club head speed was for a seven iron. And then I just devised a plan where, okay, we're going to hit it. We're going to use every club. We're still going to use a driver, but we're only going to swing a driver at 70 miles an hour. And then I, I, I had a whole... Chart set up, and I said, Okay, if you swing a driver at seventy miles an hour, you're only going to hit the ball one hundred and fifty yards with a driver, but at least it Adam him practicing a full swing and and all his clubs rather than just practicing one, that's where he really got into that uh, taking practice swings and hitting balls at a slow speed. People have seen him do it on the range before where he'll he'll take a full swing but hit the ball just a short distance just to get it get himself a feel and we actually went out on the golf course and played like that and it was funny because he'd tee off on the first hole and say okay well the I, i'd say the maximum you can hit this drive is 125 yards and he'd, and he'd make a full swing at a driver and go 125 yards and we'd walk down there after it and then he'd Hit the next one a hundred and you know fifteen yards, and they hit the next one. And I mean, it took us a while to, to get there, but it was a way to gradually get back on the golf course, at least get the feeling of being on the golf course, practicing all the the clubs, and actually working on the technique. Because when you're swinging slow, it's a good way to practice. Swinging really slow is a, is a great way to practice your 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 technique. So that was uh, the the way that we did it. So I'm kind of doing the same thing. Like I've already hit drivers. But I'm just swinging at the same speed that I would be swinging with a seven arm because that's like what I got the clearance to hit with was the was the seven arm
2: Sounds like a hundred swings a day.
3: Uh yeah, yeah, hundred, yeah, hundred swings a day, hundred swings a day, and I feel like I'm uh, doing doing pretty good with it. Been doing the practice swings too, but but also hitting a little little bit of. Uh, feeling something in my right knee a little bit once in a while, but not, you know, so when I do, I just kind of back off, but anyway, I'm doing good. So I'm coming on, coming on in, in, in that regard. All right. We got a lot to talk about today. Uh, besides that, we'll take a little break here from our sponsors. When we come back, I want to get into this. Uh, there's a, another announcement out about, uh, ESPN plus landing the PGA tour rights. Of course, uh, all of this, um, uh, uh, you know, PGA Tour stuff that's up in the air about all these these articles about uh, the Premier Golf League. You can see them all on uh, JeffShackford.com. uh They've had big meetings on the PGA Tour. They're trying to start up this new basically a new PJ tour and they are you know it's going to be called something else and they got the boys uh, down there in Florida a little nervous it sounds sounds like but uh, the tours pressing on with their uh their TV rights and their uh, streaming rights and their, and uh, they s- picked ESPN which is uh, i would think a very good pick uh, and um they're going to they they're, they're, they're going to be moving on with their television rights too i'm sure but i don't even wonder what's holding that up maybe this uh new premier golf league or world golf league or tour de force whatever it's called it's called a bunch of different things i want to get into that a little bit we'll also talk about the phoenix waste management open we'll be right back on the hank any podcast
0: live nation presents concert week
3: All right. So, Tim, have you, uh, have you looked into any of this stuff? I mean, the, the, this new uh, Premier Golf League, this is – they got a lot of your ideas in there.
2: Yeah, I've been really studying it, Hank. I was uh, listening to your Jeff Shacklefield interview, which will air tomorrow on the podcast. And I've been doing a lot of reading about the, um, the way it's formatted, about the format, the tournaments that are played – Looks like it's the, the tournaments would have 48 players, 18 tournaments in a year. Um, it sounds like players would still be allowed to play major championships. So that's the big thing, I would I would think. I mean, players want to play those. Those are the four tournaments a year that actually matter um, in the grand scheme of things. Um, so, yeah, I've been doing a lot of studying. I was super supportive of... Well, I, I came with the idea that the PGA Tour should cut the season in half when the Century generated a .09 and the Sony generated a .03 rating.
3: Whoa! Um, so, those are those are not good ratings.
2: Yeah, it's they're
3: terrible. There's so there's so there's so much go- You know, some of it is there's so much golf on TV that I mean i i don't I don't think people like get fired up for the fact that okay, golf's getting ready to come out. I mean, back in the day. You know, the golf would end for the year, and then you'd have a two month break. And you know, by the time it started up, it started up with the Hawaii tournaments, and you'd be like, ah, I can't wait for for you know the the Hawaii tournaments. Can't wait for the Hawaiian Open, for, you know, Century Tournament. Can't wait for these tournaments to get going. And now it just kind of all runs together. Uh, the the fields are so diluted. And of course, you mentioned you know the the those low ratings. Well, I mean, look at the, I mean. No offense, I know these guys are all great players, but my goodness, that field at the Sony, whew, that that was that was brutal. Uh, and last week at the at the uh, Farmers Insurance was was obviously much better. You had Phil and Tiger and Rom and Justin Rose, and you know, I mean, of course, you know Phil and Rose missed the cut, so you know, you guys are, are can be gone pretty quick. Uh, but, but you know, you had Ricky Fowler. I mean, you know, you had you had. Much, much bigger names.
2: Rory, Tiger, and Rom right there.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Rory, okay, I forgot him, but I mean, it, it, so it was, it was better and it was a, you know, a decent finish, got, you know, kind of exciting at a little bit at the end, although Leishman had a big lead. But it's it still, it's, it's wow. I don't know. It's just, it feels like it's, I guess I've just watched it for so long. And I love watching golf. I mean, I, you know, it's not like I'm not going to not watch, but it just, I think it, it's hard to capture new viewers. I think that's why you've got these ratings that are so – I mean, like people will watch if Tiger has a chance to win. You know, it's historic, especially at this point with a chance to go for number number 83. But the rest of it, it's just it's – just, it's tough to watch. They're kind of banking on this fact that the sports gambling is, you know, betting real time on the golf and fantasy teams and this and that is going to be a big thing. But there's so many players – Uh, There's so many players you don't know that you wouldn't have, you know, you 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 couldn't pick out of a lineup. And this new World Golf League thing they're talking about is 18 tournaments, 48 man field. They play a shotgun, only play three rounds, and they've got a lot of good ideas. You know, shotgun puts everybody on the course at the same time. 48 players is 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 really the, you know, I mean that's the. I mean, that's the top of the of the top, but when you really look at it, I mean, you look at the world golf rankings, uh, you know, f- f- the top 48 players, I mean, geez, I mean, look at, well, I'll just take you down, you know, uh, 37th, uh, Matt Wallace. I mean, you know, I, I mean, heard of him for sure. Uh, don't know if I could tell you what he looked like. Uh, jazz, uh. Jana Watanga, or uh, I forget, you know how to pronounce John his Ta- name.
2: Jana Tautanua. Okay, it <laughs> so
3: what? Okay, so put him in there. He's thirty eighth. Ches Reevy, 39th. Uh, Billy Horschel. You know, I, I mean, are these guys? Uh, you know, this Victor Perez. Uh, you know, you know, you got some big names stuck down there at the bottom a little bit with Garcia and Bran Snedeker and Jason Day, but you know and you got guys that are outside the top 48 which is you know Spieth and Bubba Watson and Phil but it's just i don't know i mean how many guys are there really that potentially can move the needle in terms of like television you talk about this point 3 or whatever or does just the the thing that needs to happen is is it's just golf needs to get more interesting in, in some way I, I mean there there really isn't more than 48 players I don't think that that you know maybe a few more but not many that people would really be you know like like you know how i say sometimes you know walk i wouldn't walk across the street to watch this guy uh you know i'll tell you an example 48th in the world right now Andrew Putnam I mean I mean i don't i don't i don't even know who that is you know, I mean, maybe I should. I mean, you know, people criticize, you know, you Hank, you should know all these people. I mean, like what? I mean, I, let, let me tell you something. I know Brooks Kepka, I know Roy McIlroy. I know John Rahm. I know Tiger. I know Justin Thomas. I know Dustin Johnson. I know Patrick Cantley and Justin Rose and Shawley and Fleetwood and Webb Simpson and Patrick Reed and Finau and Hazen and Adam Scott and Gary Woodland and Bryson DeChambeau and Shane Lowry and Paul Casey and Mark Leishman and and Matt Coocher. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's twenty one. Okay. You know, now you got a bunch of other guys. Burnt Wurzberger, eh. uh Molinari, uh Matsuyama, uh Matthew Fitzpatrick, Ricky Fowler, Henrik Stenson, Ke- uh Kevin Na, Lee Westwood, Abraham Answer. That's thirty. You know, now you then you start going, you know, Kevin Kisner and and Danny Willett and Tyrone Hatton and Cameron Smith and Sunjay M. And, you know, I mean, that's 35. You still got some guys there, you know, but, boy, you start – you get past much much past this, you know, 40, 48. I mean, you start, you know, looking at guys that are kind of a little down in their career like a – you know, or or later in their career, like a Jim Furyk and a Phil Mickelson and a – you know or a, or a Jordan Speith who's had a tough time or Bubba Watson who didn't, you know, play good at the at the end of last year although he, he's he's going a little better so far this year. But I I think they need to I don't know, I just think they need to do something. I th- I think it's got a chance to be like pretty darn good to be honest with you. I mean if they if they end up doing something, but I, you know, whether they will or not, now the PJ Tour they're worried. Ooh, man, you know they're worried.
2: Yeah, Hank, there were. I watched a lot of uh I watched a lot of Shark Tank. You, you know that yeah. TV show with Mark Cuban and yeah, yeah. all the billion dollar investors. And when the guy comes in to advertise the product, one of the uh issues that the billionaires talk about is if um somebody else a bigger company, a bigger corporation can just one up them and create a better and cheaper product and create it cheaper and sell it for cheaper and create it better. And that's what we're seeing with the PGA Tour because it's ref- it refuses to make adjustments. It just it's at a standstill it feels like. And there's a market there for somebody else to come in and make a huge impact on PGA Tour players. And that's what we're seeing now with the new World Golf Tour. They see a hole that the PGA Tour haven't exploited yet. They're actually taking the PGA Tour weaknesses and using it against them by creating uh, fewer tournaments and higher demand.
3: Well, the PJ Tour should do it. I mean, they should they, you know, Rory McIlroy alluded to it in his interview on uh, Sunday or where it was Saturday or Sunday at the farmers insurance. Cause I asked him about this, you know, premier golf league. And, you know, he's, he, he's, ner- he's nervous to say anything because he's, he's put his foot in his mouth a lot of times. I mean, uh, the, the most recent one was when he talked about how he thought some of the courses were too easy on the European tour. And he was playing over in a pro am event at the Dunhill Links where, you know, of course they're going to set it up a little easier. So they've got an amateur playing with the pros. And he, you know, didn't think the course was set up hard. And, of course, everybody tells you what's best for them, don't they? I mean, that's just human nature. Absolutely. I mean, you know, Rory wants it really hard because he's, <laughs> you know, he's the best driver of the golf ball in the world and and clearly one of the best ball strikers. I mean, you know, right right there at the top every year in strokes gained tee to green and number one in, in, in driving. And uh, he, he wants it hard. He wants it as hard from tee to green as it gets. He wants what's best for them. You know, like the guys that can't hit it anywhere want to play short, tight courses. The guys that can hit it forever want to play long, wide, open courses. I mean, you know, it's they, they all want what's 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 best for them. You got to take that with a, with a, with a grain of salt. But but still, uh, you know, McElroy's trying to he you know he's trying to give an opinion on this because everybody knows they've been talking to these guys. They've been talking to these guys about this thing for for a few years now, and they're trying to put this whole thing together and they got a bunch of money see and they got these guys uh, these guys attention of course nobody wants to be the first guy to say yeah i'm in i can tell you some of these guys that that they're talking to are are they're they're as close in as you could get i mean they are now there's other guys you know of course the big one is tiger you know it's it's like if, if 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 you don't get tiger uh what what do you you know what do you really got now having said that this isn't going to start for 2 years but still he's the he's he's the 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 big big draw there's no no two ways ab- about that and you know if if they don't you know have him i don't know i don't really know what they what they got now that's what makes me interested about this news that just came out about the the ESPN plus landing the PJ tour rights so tiger has this deal with discovery which is the Golf TV deal. Okay. And they're one of the ones that was rumored to be, you know, in the running for these these uh, you know, the the PGA, PGA Tour live rights. Yeah. yeah, okay, which is which is right now it's on it's on uh, NBC Sports Gold. You sign up, I signed up for it. You pay like 50-60 bucks a year. It's not cheap. You pay like 56 bucks a year and then what you do is you get all the early round coverage. What was I mean? So you get to watch Tiger when he's playing on the in the morning round, like on Thursday or Friday. They play morning. You, you play one one day in the morning and one day in the afternoon. Either either it's Thursday morning, Friday afternoon, or vice versa. And because the coverage doesn't come on till a, till a certain time, I and mean, you miss. You know, one of those days watching Tiger, then if he doesn't if he doesn't play great and he's not in the final groups, you don't get to see him on Saturday and Sunday either. I mean I mean, that's what everybody wants to watch. So they've got this this, uh, you know, PGA Tour live and and that's been good. I mean, they're talking about having where they, you know, at, at, a, at a point where you could really watch anybody in the tournament. Now, I don't know how you're going to do that when they got 150 something guys. That'd be a heck of a lot easier to do if you had like, you know, 50 guys, but 100, 150 something guys, that's pretty tough to do. But that's what they say the goal is. And Tigers got this deal with Discovery. Well, this Discovery is also the company that bought Golf Digest and, you know, in Tiger's and Golf Digest now. And, 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 you know, a lot of people looked at this and they said, well, you know, that's kind of like a... Boy, this is, you know, how's Tiger going to get compensated for this to make it really worth his while? Well, if if this if the PJ Tour gives Discovery the tour rights for PJ Tour Live, then that makes obviously Discovery much more valuable. And, you know, you would think, and then that's going to be good for Tiger and his endorsement. Well, this thing went to ESPN. So where does that so where does that leave Tiger and his, you know, uh is like deal with with golf tv i mean is that going to be really a, a good deal Now i think uh, discovery and golf tv are still involved some way maybe overseas or something i'm not sure exactly how the whole thing works but uh, as far as you know in the united states go it's going to be it's going to be espn plus that's pretty pretty big development really
2: yeah anything involved with espn is is big
3: yeah, it's good for the tour. I mean, I got to think right. it's good for the tour. They can, you know, they they jump around. With it. ESPN used to be big and guy. I used to work for ESPN. I used to do the the tournaments. I was a, you know, guy on the ground. One sixty four, he's hitting an eight iron. One you know, one forty eight, he's hitting a wedge. Uh, wins into him a little. Pin on the right. Uh, ball above your feet. Most boring job I ever had in my life. Uh, you know, go follow Jim Furyk. Why? It's like watching paint dry every day. I watch Jim Furyk play. Oh my god. I want you know, shoot me if I have to go do that again. You had to
2: hit it good, or it'd come up short. <laughs>
3: that's what Fluff said last year. Greatest line ever on a caddy. He, said, he didn't hit it good on that last one. It'd come up short. Well, no kidding. That's uh, <laughs> that's that's some insight there. The uh, but but I, I you know. Yeah, I was always hoping I was going to go watch. Let me go watch Mickelson's group. You know, I mean, I want to see his adventure because it is usually an adventure. But boy, somehow he makes something out of it, which is amazing. Uh, but anyway, this is this is all going to be interesting stuff. It's interesting stuff. We'll see see what happens now. Um, supposedly, they got like an influx of money and uh, you know another one they got all this money supposedly for this world golf premier golf league thing sitting in a bank somewhere and now it just looks like uh they they've got a bunch more money that just came in like like i mean rumor is like another billion dollars and it's coming in from the saudis okay and I I I they say that uh Monaghan, the, the tour commissioner, sent out an email to everybody. And I think he was kind of, you know, a little negative on where all that money was coming from. You know, as 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 if that's a a a negative deal, because you know, pe- people are, are on the the whole deal about how the you know Saudi Prince, you know, had that guy killed and you know, it's, it's so that, you know, they were on Mickelson for because Mickelson's playing over there uh, this week. And he's getting a big. Uh, he's playing in Saudi Arabia. He's getting a big number too. I heard he's getting like. I heard he's getting two million dollars over there. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's true. I, I guarantee he not go there for less than one. I mean, yeah, first place in, in the PGA Tour is a million dollars. Why wouldn't you go over there? See, there's a guy right there. If they write him a big check, or or guarantee him a big amount because he's a big name. I mean, you know, you don't. It's you know, Tiger. Uh, I mean, list the names. You know, I mean, obviously Tiger's far and away, but Tiger. Then you, you, I mean, who do you who do you got then?
2: Rory's right there. Okay, Phil Rory,
3: Phil Rory. Rory. Uh, you got uh, you know, Brooks and Majors. Yeah, Brooks. You got Justin Thomas. You got Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth right now is you know fifty something in the world, but he's still still the name. I mean, you don't have how many how many names you know. I mean, Dustin Johnson, uh, Justin Rose. I mean, you know, they're big names, but they don't. They, you know, there's there's not that many, you know, big, 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 big names really in in golf when you really really get down to it. But it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. gonna be gonna be interesting to watch. All right, we'll take a break. We're gonna talk about the Waste Management uh, Open. Which is the big one in in Phoenix? They'll have two hundred fifty thousand people out there on Saturday. I just drove by the the uh, golf course on I think it was when was it Tuesday? I drove by the golf course. I mean, it's practice rounds, and their cars are just everywhere. They park these cars everywhere, and they're bussing people in. These, I mean, compared to a, I mean, compared to a, a U.S. Open. What I saw on Tuesday were like Sunday crowds. It's crazy how many people they get to that event. It, it, it is unbelievable, and it's unbelievable how much money they raise for for charity, which is which is incredibly incredibly great stuff.
2: Thirteen point two million last year.
3: Oh, jeez, how good is that? Seriously, I mean that is that is doing some good for your your community. I mean that is. That's unbelievable. You know, we were talking about that in the uh, Byron Nelson term, the at t Byron Nelson in Dallas, and of course they're changing courses next year. Uh, and I think they raised three million, which was fifty percent of what they raised, you know, a few years ago. A few years ago they raised six, but boy, the Phoenix Open, they're just they're just smoking them with the with the charity. That's that's uh, that's great stuff. All right, let's hear from our sponsors, including Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. You've got aches and pains, arthritis pain, back pain, shoulder pain, uh, muscle, joint pain, whatever it is, uh, and I'm sure you've tried different products. Everybody has. You've tried you know, the, the, the normal products, and they, and they pretty much all work the same because they pretty much all have the same ingredients. Voodoo Pain Relief Cream is different. It's a patented formula. Uh, go look at any of these products you've ever tried and, and look and see how many, if any, of them are patented. They, they, you just check it out. Uh, this product's been clinically proven. Uh, the the cl- the the test results were fantastic. The testimonials are off the charts on the website at voodoo and the uh, the return rate and a hundred percent guarantee is like next to nothing, uh, less than one percent. That will give you a little idea. And people use this product; they just rave about it. And uh, I, you know, I I've been, you know, of course, I've got my my knees. T- I got to tell you a story, okay? Uh, I, one of the things that's bothered me for like years now like ten years is i, I got i i get this winter eczema okay and you know it, it's just it's, as soon as the temperature changes i get winter eczema it's all over my back and i, I would because i i had a bad back last year i had surgery in february but but i had a back so i'm rubbing my you know, voodoo pain relief cream and voodoo sports cream. I use a little bit of both. And I'm rubbing it on my back and and my back feels better. But somehow, I don't know how, um, you know, I wasn't bothered by my eczema. Uh, you know, in the, in, in the last year, it hasn't bothered me. And then before I had my uh, knees replaced, they said, okay, you know, be, you, you, you can't take any, use any of those creams. Um, so I, I didn't use them for like a couple weeks. And then I had the surgery and I couldn't use it. Forgot. And next thing you know, I got the worst case of winter eczema, like all over my back. And then I got permission to like use the creams. So I started using the voodoo pain relief cream and the voodoo sports cream and I'm using it on my back and you know, my knees too, obviously, but next thing, you know, and I, it took a while. I mean, it took like a, Probably like a month. I don't know if it's just coincidence or what, but I'm using it on my knees. I rub it on my back too because I've had the the bad back, and I, my whole deal with the winter eczema is cleared up. It's like I don't know. Maybe it just it might just be a, a who knows. I mean, I, I, I asked the uh, you know uh, uh, chemist. You know what? What do you think that the thing is? He gave me a few reasons why she thought it m- might be working. But anyway. Uh, you know, I use it on the knees and and my back, and it's worked great. But it, it it seems to have other benefits too. So who knows? Anyway, try it out. Here's the thing: you can go on the website, and right on the front page, there's a free trial, if, if free two week supply. If you haven't tried Voodoo Pain Relief Cream, go on there and try it, and uh, you'll you will you will see some great results. VoodooPainRelief.com. dot All right, we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors.
0: Live Nation presents Concert Week.
3: All right, uh Jim, let's talk about some of the matchups for the waste management uh Phoenix Open. What do we got this week?
2: All right, so let's start off with this one right here, Hank. So we got John Rahm. He's the favorite to win this tournament at 13 to 2 versus Justin Thomas, uh, who's uh favored second at nine to one. And in their head-to-head matchup, John Rahm is favored uh minus one thirty. So he put one thirty on ROM to win 100, and JT is even, so 100 for 100. Um, ROM's third in the world, JT's fourth in the world. <laughs> wow. Um, Good matchup. Yeah, last week, ROM finished second. Uh, JT hasn't played since the Sony, and he missed the cut. Um, Their history at this course uh, 2019, John ROM 10th, 18 11th, 2017 tied for 16th, and 2015 tied for 5th. So pretty good history here. And then you got Justin Thomas, 2019 third, 2018 T17, 2017 and 2016 he missed the cut. And then 2015 he tied for 17th again. So he got Rom minus 30 uh, versus Justin Thomas even.
3: Wow, that's a good one. Of course, Rom went to school at Arizona State, so he's played the golf course more. But Justin Thomas finished third last year, Uh, you know. How do you know who's going to putt good? Good question. How do you know this? Like Mark Leishman, Mark Leishman last week, eight point some strokes gained putting. Uh, you know, it, it's what it is every single week. The guys that uh, ends up finishing great with the putter, you know, with a good ball striking week, but great with the putter, then they do good. And both these guys, John Rahm and and Justin Thomas, they're not going to go out there and just. Hit it awful. I mean, it's just very unlikely. They're just too good, and they strike the ball too good. So this really goes down to a, a putting contest. And how do you know who's gonna who's gonna do, you know, who's gonna do better with the putter?
2: Rom's eighteenth in putting so far this year.
3: Okay, well, he's a better putter. That's a big that's a that's a big difference. Uh, you know, Justin Thomas, it, he didn't he didn't putt bad but he didn't put great when he when he uh you know won at at the uh century. What what happened was is it played really really hard and it didn't take a real low winning score. Okay. So based on that, I'm going to go John Rahm.
2: All right, Ron minus 130. Uh next up on our list is Webb Simpson uh versus Hideki Matsuyama. Uh Simpson's 11th in the world, Matsuyama's 24th. Uh Simpson is fa- uh Simpson is not actually favored to win this, however. Uh, Matsuyama is a minus 125, and Simpson's a minus 105. So you got to put money on each of these guys to win 100. Um, Their course history here, Simpson T20 in 2019. He missed the cut in 2018. A second in 2017, and a T14 in 2016. You go to Matsuyama, uh, 2019, tied for 15th. He WD'd in 2018, and then 2017 he won, 2016 he won, and 2015 he tied for second.
3: Yeah, that's hard to beat. That's a pretty good track record right there.
2: Yeah, and Matsuyama last week, he tied for 45th in the Farmers Insurance Open, Um, and the last time Simpson played was the Sony Open, and he was third place. So Simpson minus 105 um, versus the favored Matsuyama minus 125.
3: All right. Uh, I, I got to go Matsyama. I'm on the horses for courses, and uh, his track record here: two firsts and a second. That's that's hard to, to to pass up. Now, I'm not saying he's going to win, but you know he, he's got only got to beat one guy in this matchup, and that's Webb Simpson. I would I would give that to to Matsyama. Although you know you, Simpson's a higher ranked player, uh, Simpson is, is played great. And he's a he's a very good putter. Eleventh in the world versus uh, Matsuyama's is twenty fourth in the world. So this is a kind of a toss up. But I just gotta I gotta go with the. You know, I just remember when guy I just coached on the tour for so many years. When guys play good on a certain course, they just play good on that course. You know, it just it just happened like Brant Snedeker last week at Torrey Pines. You know, I mean he didn't win, but he was right there. You know, Rom, great record there. Tiger, great record there. Torrey Pines. I mean, they just, you know, they, they when they got that record there, uh, there's just something about it, something about it. So I, I'll, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Matsuyama.
2: All right. Next up, we got Fowler, who's 26th in the world, versus Xander Shoffley, who's ninth in the world. Um, this one's an even bet. They're both minus 115. Um, Fowler's history at this course. He won it last year in 2019. Uh, almost choked it away, had the big rules snafu. That was the big one.
3: Oh man, remember that? Remember that with the oh, drop? That was crazy. Oh, I, it was so bad. That was bad. Dropped the ball and then it roll, rolled in the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh,
2: 2018 he tied for 11th. 2017 he tied for fourth. In 2016 he was second. So good course history here for Fowler. Shoffley's course history. 2019 he tied for 10th. 2018 he tied for 17th. Um their performances last week they both missed the cut. Uh the week prior Fowler went T10 in the American Express and Shoffley went T2 in the Century. Um so again Fowler's minus 115 and uh so it's Xander Shoffley. So another horses for courses matchup here. Uh
3: here's here's one of the things about Ricky Fowler. Like like I watch on TV all the time and and every time Ricky Fowler's on Somebody is just, you know, goo goo gaga over his putting. I mean, I just like all the time, like, oh, his stroke is so great. He's such a great putter. He's such a great putter. He's such a great this. He's such a great putter. And I'm like, okay. Well, I mean, I know historically he's a very good putter. Uh he was first in 2017 in putting. So not many guys can say they were ever first on the tour in putting. So this is definitely is a good putter. But in 2015 he was 36th, which is good. It's not like I don't. It's I wouldn't like you know be fawning over it. Uh, 2016 he was 64th. 2018 he was 43rd. Now last year 2019 he was 13th, which is good. It's the second best year ever. So far this year, he's only played three tournaments. He's 134th in putting. Now, you can look at that a couple ways. You can say, okay, now he's going to greens that he's putted good on before. And Ricky Fowler, you know, with the exception of, of 2012, when he finished 142nd in putting, every other year he is, his average is, is about 35th. Pretty much his average, okay. Every other year, so he's in all likelihood he's not gonna he's he not gonna finish 134th in putting for the year. Now he's had three tournaments not so good, so you think he's such a good putter, he's probably gonna putt better this week. He knows these greens better. These are overseeded Bermuda grass greens, which are typically greens that are gonna roll really, really good and really, really smooth. And if you were trying to get brand new with the putter, this would be a good place to do it. Um, You could look at it that way. And then the other way you could look at it, you could say, you know what, he's just not putting that good. So, you know, do you go with the do theory or you do to play good or do you go with, uh, you know what, he's not putting that great and that's his biggest thing Uh, and, and if he's not putting that good, you know, how's he how's he gonna gonna do something? So so what's the price on these guys?
2: They're both minus one fifteen. So
3: they're even minus one fifteen. Okay. Well, uh I don't know. Horses for courses. I'll go with Ricky on the do theory. I'm uh, not a big fan of the do theory, but I'm going with it anyways.
2: All right. Uh next up on our list, we got Bryson D seventeenth in the world. Versus Bubba Watson, 55th in the world. Uh, Last week, DeChambeau went tied for 8th in the Dubai Desert Classic. Now he's flying all the way to Phoenix, Arizona for this one. Uh, Bubba Watson last week went tied for 6th in the Farmers Insurance Open. Um, Not much course history here for DeChambeau. 2018, he tied for 5th. And then Bubba Watson, he's played here a lot. Uh, 2019, tied for 4th. 2018, tied for 40th. 2017 miscut, 2016 T14, and then going all the way back to 2015 and 2014, Bubba tied for second. Uh, Bryson's favorite in this matchup, uh, minus 120, and Bubba's a plus 130. Um, So DeChambeau versus Bubba.
3: All right, Shambo last week got put on the clock, uh, playing slow. Of course, he says he's not slow, but everybody in the world thinks he's like the slowest player out there. Right, but he thinks he's not slow. But he got put on the clock. And then when he got put on the clock on Sunday, things didn't go so good for him. And I think he bogeyed, like, the, the last four holes or four of the last five or whatever to finish eight. So he played good until that finish. He didn't play too good at the finish. Now, Bubba played, played good. Bubba's been, you know, I mean, he, he hadn't been going great, but he had a good tournament at, at, at Torrey. Um I don't know. I just, you know, I I look at, I look at that and this matchup and I look and I say, okay, DeChambeau is 17th in the world. Uh, Bubba is 55th in the world. And uh, that's a, that's a big spread. That's a big spread. I, I, you know, Deshawnbo is is a, is a at this point in their careers is a better player than Bubba. so I'm gonna go Deshawnbo. All right. Think thinking he needs to get something going. All right. I don't know if I'm gonna get any of these right this week, but I hope I am.
2: We got one. We got one more here in the Strive for Five. We'll call this the Strive for Five. So we got yeah. Gary Woodland. He's 16th in the world versus Matt Kuchar. El Chipo No gimme. He's 21st in the world. Uh, Woodland is favored to win this matchup. Minus 135 versus Kuchar plus 105. Um, Woodland missed the cut last week at the Farmers. Uh, Kuchar last played in the Sony Open and he missed the cut there. And then course history here. Woodland last year went T7. 2018 he won. 2017 he missed the cut and 2016 he tied for 33rd. Um, Kuchar has a good course history here. 2019 tied for 4th. 2018 tied for fifth, 2017 tied for ninth, and then 2015 tied for thirtieth. So Woodland minus 135 versus Kucher plus 105.
3: You know, I was looking online, and one of the the big uh, golf betting uh, sites has uh, they they think Kucher's a good bet this week. Like they had him at like 28 to one, but they think he's a he's a good bet. Uh, but Woodland, you know, Woodland hits it forever. Kuchar's playing old school, grinding it out. Woodland hits it forever. Uh, Woodland's played good here before. Not, you know, a little sketchy with the putter, but once again, when you get on greens that are more favorable and greens that you putted good in the past, maybe you get some of those good memories back. Um, But Kuchar, Kuchar, you know, that's a big difference in price. Minus 135 to plus 105. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm, you know what I'm going here. Kucher. I'm going. I'm going. Nope. I'm going Woodland. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm going Woodland on that one. But I'm also like gonna hedge my bet and when when wow. we go in the uh, the like the um, the uh, betting to uh, for the winners. Kucher is like they got Kucher at twenty eight to one. Um, I would, uh, you know. Uh, I, I think I'm, I, you know, I, I, well, Woodland's 28 to one, too. I like some of these 28 to ones. I got uh, Deschambeau at 28 to one. They got Woodland at 28 to one. They got Finao at 28 to one. There's all these odds I see. All these guys, 20. Colin Marikura, uh, 33 to one. Geez, I mean, they got some good stuff.
2: Speed at 50 to one.
3: <laughs> yeah. 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 Colin Morikawa is how you're supposed to say that. By the way, Nick Fellow had three chances at it. The other time. thats my second chance. I got it right that time. Um, <laughs> did you see that? No, I didn't. Oh my God! Oh, he struggled. Oh man! Oh, it was like... Anyway, um, yeah. The the I, I would take some. Uh, you know, I I take high odds guys on these on these bad. Take a. You know, I like I like the high odds guys.
2: I like Matthew Wolf at sixty-six to one. You do? Yeah, he won the Minnesota tournament.
3: You pick? You're gonna pick him every week because he won the Minnesota tournament, huh?
2: Hey, he's due. He's due. <laughs> All
3: right, I'm gonna take uh uh I take a Woodland at twenty-eight to one, uh, and uh, I'm gonna take a Coucher at twenty-eight to one. I know I picked. Uh, I know I picked Woodland over Kucher, but I'm going to take take a big odds on Kucher, and I'm going to take a big odds on on uh, Woodland, and I'm going to take a, a big odds on uh, Colin uh, Morikawa. Big odds on those guys. Those are my three picks. Hundred dollars each on those guys. I'm going to one of the, I'm going to hit one of these. I've i got a couple seconds two weeks in a row. Yeah, you were close. Yeah, if I hit one of these, I'm going to be I'm going to be brand new on my on my. Uh, winter betting yeah yeah all right that's what i got that's what i got for the week we'll see we'll see how i do it's gonna be fun to watch so my wife's going on thursday to uh the waste management in phoenix open everybody asks me hank you going i mean like i'm like i don't know about that i don't know you know for 30 years i probably went to 25 tournaments a year i don't know what you do the math that's 750 tournaments I'm like I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm like ready to go out there to the Phoenix Waste Management Open. I don't even drink. So I mean, you know, what do you do out there if you don't drink? I don't know. That 16th <laughs> hole does look fun though. People watch. But most people are pretty hammered when they're on the 16th hole, so that would not be my program. So I would I wouldn't be be lining up there. Anyway, I don't think I'm going to go. I'll watch though. So who knows? I might go. You never know. Never know. All right. All right, Tim. Good stuff. Uh, appreciate you, you, you joining me, and uh, congratulations on the uh, two sixteen bowling. Yes. Uh, and you got the three girls uh, possibly lined up for dates. Um, that's a bi- that's a big news. We'll wait for the update on that too. We'll be, that's uh, can't yeah. wait to hear how you do that. You, got, are you gonna line up some more? Maybe just oh, yeah. line them up. I'm working on one. it. Just okay. line
2: them up. Oh, just yeah, assembly line.
3: <laughs> All right. Remember, you can uh, call the podcast at 833-426-5763, extension 801. Minnesota Tim will uh, hear what you have to say, and we'll either put you on the air or, or uh, take into consideration your your uh, questions. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, at Hank Haney. You can send emails in to HankHaneyGolf at Outlook.com. You can send your golf swings in to golf schools at hankhenney.com and either the great predictor, Steve Johnson, or one of the, my guys will take a look at those swings and get back with you Uh, on something to work on. So you can be ready for the golf season this year and, and improving. And uh, you know what, everybody can get better. So, so why not, why not do it? Uh, Make sure you hit the follow button on your iHeartRadio app. If you haven't already, we appreciate everybody uh, listening to the podcast. We've got a little our, our, uh, downloads are growing every every week, every day, and uh, appreciate all the support we've been getting. Uh, tell your friends. If, if they haven't listened to us, so tell them to, to get on there, and uh, we'll be back again tomorrow on the Hank Any e Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Hank Any Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygolf at outlook.com And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
0: Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids, Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club.
1: At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. slash
5: compatibility.